Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it because at the preaching of Jonah they repented, and there is something greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord. First off, my friends, I was having a conversation with a student at the cat bar just a few days ago, and talking about my Canadian accent and how sometimes it's mistaken for either one from Wisconsin or from Minnesota. And she said, well, it's not from Minnesota because your voice is way too nasal for that. It stung a little bit, but I just wanted to let you all know that my nasal voice today is a result of a head cold and not because I'm from Canada. And so I'll ask your forgiveness as I try and work my way through my homily. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, for I am gracious and merciful. Return to our Lord with our whole heart. That one line sort of sums up Lent and is worthy of extended reflection. Have I given him my whole heart? Despite knowing that The Lord of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, desires to be in a relationship with me. When I hear that he is gracious and merciful, do I trust those words and give him everything, including the good, the bad, and the ugly? Offering up the good, well, that requires humility. It's something I know I'm working on. The bad and the ugly, well... Sure, I've, I've gone to confession. I've confessed my sins. I've said the words before the priest acting in persona Christi Capitis. And I've heard the words of absolution and performed my penance. But even then, do I truly give him everything? For if I do, then why is it that sometimes I still feel the weight of my sin like a millstone around my neck? Now, we know what that is. That's imperfect contrition. I'm holding back from letting go, and sometimes the thing that I don't want to let go of is my shame. If I truly love God as he deserves to be loved, I wouldn't hesitate to give him everything. I would hate sin 
not simply because the effects it has on me, not simply due to a fear of being cast out from his presence for eternity, but because it's the very antithesis of the relationship he invites me to have with him. To allow our Lord to love me means that I also have to forgive, to love myself. Now, as we heard in Scripture today, and as it still applies in 2023, we live in an evil generation for sure. And our understanding of love is pretty mixed up these days. We love so many things that are not God, and well, if God is love, then love is God. During Lent, we're asked to fast from things that get in the way of us turning back to God and turning away from sin, fasting from some of those things that we love, turning away from sin and turning back to God, the very definition of repentance. And yet, sometimes we quibble over whether we must fast from those things on Sundays of Lent. As you've known me to do in the past, I was reading on the USCCB website, and it says, The Sundays of Lent are certainly part of the time of Lent, but they are not prescribed days of fast and abstinence. And that's very true. But sometimes we can interpret this to mean that on Sundays, the day of our Lord, the Sabbath, well, on that day, it's okay to consume the things or engage in the activities that separate us from God. Now, Despite some of these imperfect attempts at repentance, this privileged time when we enter the desert for these 40 days, and as the body of Christ, we collectively seek to turn away from sin, we must be aware that our adversary is going to tempt us. Just as he did with Jesus He is going to try to make us believe that not only is our generation evil, but it's unsalvageable. He's going to try to make us believe that the weight of turning back to God and away from sin is just too heavy. He's going to try to convince us that there's no need to be contrite. There's no need to repent. Because Why would the creator of the universe care about the actions of one small, insignificant person? Our adversary, the father of lies, he will do everything to distract us from realizing the repentance of just one of us. Just one of us matters to God. Just one step away from sin and towards him, just one of his sheep returning to the fold is a matter for rejoicing. And my friends, amongst the evil generation of Jonah and Sheba, the queen of the south, they heard the words of God, and there was repentance. They put on sackcloth and sat in ashes. Their sacrifice was that of a contrite heart, humbled. And our Lord did not spurn that sacrifice. 
from among the generation of the scribes and Pharisees, there was repentance upon hearing the word of God, and it was spoken by none other than Jesus Christ himself. And from amongst the evil that exists in our generation, we hear the word of God proclaimed today. And we know that the only sign that we need, that sign that our generation so arduously seeks, is none other than Jesus Christ himself, who we get to consume body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. So my friends, let's walk through this Lenten desert with hope. For we know, we know what's on the other side. And if we struggle in our, in our attempts at repentance, then repeat the words that we heard in our psalm today over and over. Repeat them over and over and realize that it's only through opening our hearts to the love of God that we can have the strength to truly repent. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt and my sin, cleanse me. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Amen. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.